Hello everyone, I am Brennan Sahajan and I attend bar at Washington State's best beer bar, the Manitou Tap House. I decided to make a podcast because the regular customers who come in are the most eclectic group of people I have ever met. And I want all of you to know the perspective and stories from the people from my bar. My guest today is from the small town of Sela, Washington, in the Yakima Valley. Has been in Spokane for many years and is a registered nurse at Sacred Heart Medical Center. A lover of Woodford Reserve Bourbon. Another Monday regular at the Tap House, but she comes during the time of transitioning bartenders, so I don't know her all that well. However, we had an incredible conversation and she has a brilliant mind. I hope you all enjoy Nicole Miner. Did and we're recording. All right, here we go. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank you, Nicole, for doing this because I know that time is really important, and uh, and I appreciate your time in doing this, and it means a lot to me. Thank you. Oh, you got it. Yeah, and the music is perfect. Is it? Yeah, no, okay. it's great. Um, so <laughs> let's just let's just jump into it. Cool. Um, and you did look over the questions a little. I read over them one time. That's good enough. I kind of, the first question, I was like, fuck. It's the best question. It's, I don't know. <laughs> that's, so, a, it's a heavy, that's, you start out very heavy with your, that's a heavy question. Well, I, I picked this particular question because some people can make it not heavy, you know? Yeah, um, true. It, it, Totally depends on you how this turns out. Yeah. So, who are you, and what led you to be the person <laughs> that you are? Oh, man, podcast recording. Um, I'm complicated. Yeah, we all are. I'm complicated. Um, I'm stuck in my head most of the time. Mm. I think. Um, I have a hard time relating to the world okay. and people, mm-hmm. but I also love the world and people, so... I can relate to that on a... No, yeah, that's awesome to say. Um, I, I can relate a lot. I, I believe that my... the vast majority, 99% of my life, has been lived in uh, false reality inside of my head. And until recent years, um, I, I have, I, I basically have thought that what the real world was, was just some fantasy inside my brain because I was, I'm stuck in the head. And so I'm, I'm now trying to get out of that and doing this very podcast, Mm -hmm. um, is, is a part of that. So. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and thanks. I and I completely understand. I think reality is an illusion, mm-hmm. because what my reality is isn't the same thing as what your reality is, and I mean that's the truth and matter. Yeah, we, we can be in the same place at the same time and see and hear and smell and taste and touch two different things totally, and yeah. that's just that's just the 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 truth mm-hmm. of reality and. Um, I don't know you know it's hard it's hard to navigate when you have anxiety and you can't process things the same as like what the world wants you to process you know we're Mm -hmm. under these human conditions you know there's so much human conditioning on how we're raised and led to believe and you know what you should be doing and and the judgment that comes behind you know just individual thinking as a person you know it's it's i i grew up catholic and mm-hmm. i went through the whole the whole thing catechism and confirmation and i just i always had questions mm-hmm. and i was always told no not allowed you're not allowed to ask questions you know and so growing up that way, it conditioned me to honestly doubt 
which is the worst thing you can do as a human, I think, is hmm. doubt yourself and your intuition. Okay. Well, but do you consider yourself ultimately a doubter or what? Um, well, yeah. Expand on that. I think I'm, I'm learning... I'm learning to love myself again. I'm learning to trust myself again. I think there's certain things that happen in your life or patterns of things that happen in your life that condition you to live with a lot of doubt and live with a lot of fear mm -hmm. and um, not fully, fully um, live to your potential as a human being, you know? I fear, totally know. Fear is, fear is, um, poison for sure, you mm -hmm. know, and I think as humans, mammals, we, we have this instinct in us, you know, we know when something's wrong. Mm -hmm. We might not understand why something's wrong, you know, in certain situations, but whether it's, you know, physically you, you feel harm. But there, there's so much this, there's so much of this back energy, with interactions and relationships and how we we communicate with each other and how we, I don't know, you know, become part of. Oh man, I'm going way too far. But I don't think you can. Go, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can. I don't go know. Too far. I don't know. I think I think there's this whole mm -hmm. energy realm mm -hmm. inside us that we we want to we want to connect. Yeah. with with each other and our world and there's so much interruption with that now and so that for me I think for me it's just really hard to to uh, I don't know connect connect because everyone's in their own little world that is very true I I mean along with what I was saying about um, being inside my head that was my biggest problem is that I didn't know how to have real connections with anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and but did it come from doubt? Did it come from like insecurity, or was it because uh, I it think it definitely came from the my or like judgment? Because a lot of times I feel like I was a really super on myself. Yeah, yeah, like I was a super shitty communicator in a yeah. lot of relationships, even Me in my too. even in my marriage. Yeah. Like I was a super shitty communicator because mm -hmm. it was like, "Ooh, I shouldn't say that." Or should I say that? Or how should I say that? And it's like this overanalyzing kind of thing. But it is. It's total self-judgment where Well, and that was the demise of my first marriage as well. Yeah. And I mean, the conversation when I was you know, when it was ending was that I never felt that I had a true connection. And really, I was being so honest. I just didn't know what I meant or how much pain it was causing. And I didn't, and it was because I had no idea how to, how to connect. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to communicate. And um, yeah, I've, that's the first time that I've said that on any of my interviews. Mm -hmm. um, but but that is that is totally true and I completely am on board with you and I think that uh, for me the reason that all all of that was because of my fear deep down inside of what other people thought of me that's totally. ultimately that is the fear that is my my foundational character defect mm -hmm. is that I am afraid of what other people think all the time but it's also interesting too to look on the other side of that and and wonder were you in a safe space? If you I don't know, I think if it's really relative to so. if you would have been in a safe space to truly you know be yourself and feel like you weren't judged in that place, would it would it have been different? Yeah, I don't I don't like to play the what if game like that, but. Um, but I, it's just I don't at. even actually know what that would look like, so mm -hmm. I don't even, I don't think about that. But, but I do. I, I, th that's where my head goes. Is like yeah. I look at every avenue. Mm. I'm such a, yeah. got freeways everywhere all the time, you know. I do. And it's. <laughs> all right. That's it's like shut down, <laughs> slow down, brain. Yeah. No, slow I get down. It. Wow. 
Have you ever tried meditating? I do every day. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. I mean, meditation is like, is one of the most powerful things you can do. It does. And yeah, I, I mean, I have, I got the Insight Timer app on my phone. I don't know if you, what, if you use an app on your phone, but, um, it is so helpful and it's brought me to such different places of, uh, I don't know, realization and clarity. Insight. That's yeah. what it is. The insight timer is the name <laughs> of my app. Yeah. Hence the name. Yeah. It is. It, it's true insight. You know, because once you recognize, once you have that ability to pause mm-hmm. and recognize and acknowledge just the thought or the feeling that mm-hmm. you're having in any situation, any moment, and know that there's time to react. You don't have to immediately react. I think that's the problem with the world is everyone's so reactive. Yeah. You know, I'm totally guilty of it. Shit, I've totally been a projector before and, you know, been super, super reactive. But, you know, what you feel is real. What you feel is real. And why be ashamed of that, you know? There's better ways to go about it at times but for the most part yeah meditation definitely especially for an anxious mind Mm -hmm. definitely has the ability to just pause yeah for for sure i you know i can't say that i i've ever pinpointed anxiety as a thing for me but just overall busyness and and uh overthinking and all, all the things that probably come along side of anxiety i i did all of that and i don't ever feel like that i was anxious i i didn't i don't know but i'm with you 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> percent mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so um do you think that do you think that most of this was because of uh religious upbringing and and not feeling like a, a autonomy of thought or freedom to explore things beyond what you were told? Part of it, I think part of it was, but part of it, which is interesting, my dad just came to stay with me the other week and we're to the point where we're having, we're having, um, philosophical conversations you mm-hmm. know and I, I feel like my dad's brilliant I do he's a very he's been through so much shit in his life mm-hmm. and has come out as such a peaceful loving person despite his very brutal upbringing you know and just struggling so hard when I was younger um, not feeling like just feeling like something was wrong because I was told something was wrong mm-hmm. you know because I was, um, it started when, I mean, my first memories, I, I, I just remember the panic attacks. And, you know, I come from a very stable, my parents are still together, they're very loving, mm-hmm. you know, but I had so much anxiety growing wow. up, even as like four or five years old just panic attacks, panic attacks, panic attacks. And it was hard because, and I I know I'm going on tangents right now, but I think I'll get back to my dad in a minute. That's just, this is the way my brain works. So, Mm -hmm. but, but there was just so much, um, like I didn't know what was wrong. I didn't know what these feelings were. I didn't know why I was having this physical reaction to whatever was happening around me right. kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I would come up with these stories and, um, I honestly, I was, <laughs> I like made up my own breathing exercises when I was like four or five years old to like stop the train that was going through my head. That's what I used to call it. Wow. The train going through my head. And, I finally gotten to the point with my dad, um, talking to him about, you know, all these things that happened because I got put, um, on medication when I was really, really young. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my dad finally talked to me about it when he came to visit a few weeks ago and he was just like, honey, he's like, you know, by the time you were eight years old, he's like, you were so far more 
intelligent than your mom and me. Like he goes, we, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. And I love him because they felt like they were doing the right thing. You know, they took me to a psychologist. They took me to a psychiatrist. They took me to the regular family doctor. You know, they did all these things like, because I was just so, it was just, I was in so much pain all the time because I didn't understand like, why, why does this happen? And it wasn't always, it wasn't just a personal feeling. It was like the pain in the world, like people being mean to each other and um, people abusing other people and animals and war. And, you know, it was just like, it was so much for me to comprehend. And yeah. there was no, um, there was no balance within me and I wanted, I needed an outlet. I needed to talk to someone. I needed, you know, wisdom and guidance and I wanted to learn about things and all that. And it just didn't happen. It did happen. Like I think the foundations of moral values are like totally fucking solid because of the family you grew up with. Like, mm -hmm. you know, totally loyal, uh, awesome work ethic, all about love, you know, like these beautiful moral values have been instilled with me, but there's just this vastness and my own, my own questioning of everything mm -hmm. that, that, um, just wasn't supported in, in my family and it's not their fault. It's totally not their fault. You know, they thought, they, they thought, they, they felt like something was wrong with me. I mean, what do you do when you have a young girl crying all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, everything's so sad. Everything's so sad, you know? And you take them to doctors who just say, oh, yeah, just take this pill or take this pill or take this pill, you know? Right. So that that happened a lot. And, oh, that's yeah. A well, but also I think, you know, it got me through what I needed to get through, I suppose. You know, I don't know if... Well, that was one way of getting through what you were yeah, through. Yeah, that was the way, that that was how I got through it. Right. That was how I got through it. Hmm. And so, you know, once once I got off the, the meds and all that, um, I think, you know, emotionally, it was like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? Because <laughs> we're back, we resorted or, you know, mm -hmm. regressed back to, back to the child again. And so I kind of like it, you know, it's like learning something new again, hmm. having to, something that I didn't learn, having a different way of coping. Yeah. Yeah, this is really personal. I'm I'm talking really about some really it. heavy shit, but no, I, I think it's really good. I think it's I think I think it's sad that we have conversations with people and we don't ever know anything about them. Yeah. Um. No, I, I everything you're saying is incredible. This is great. Um. I, 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 I was hoping maybe that I could segue into the next question better but i can't i can't <laughs> 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 um, let's just change we'll we'll just change the subject how about well, that well no I, <laughs> well sadly the next question it i mean it really talked it since you're talking about your life and mm -hmm. who you are mm -hmm. um the second question leads into that because it it is talking about death um so what do you believe is worth dying for or or do you believe that a cause holds any or enough weight to to do anything let alone die for i don't remember that question yeah <laughs> i don't remember that question i didn't even um what is worth dying for love what does that mean to you? I think, um, I mean, love is the path. Love is life. Love is what we are here for. Mm -hmm. And 
I don't want to say that, you know, and love, love isn't going to war. Love isn't violence. Love isn't, you know, revenge. I don't, I don't believe that. I think, um, sacrifice is, is love. I think giving is love. Being selfless is love. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, um, I don't have children, but I've always been told by people who do that they didn't know what love was until they had a child. And then all of a you know. I do know. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. You said you have two, right? I have three. You have three? Yeah. Oh. How old are they? Twelve, nine, and she'll be two in January. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. But I think, I think it's the, it's, it's the love, true love, like real love, not this, I, I love you, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But I think it's I the, like the way you make me feel love. Right. Yeah. I think it's the vulnerable, mm -hmm. the vulnerable love that is worth dying for. Um, I mean, I don't have any, anything to... <laughs> to say about that. I mean, I agree. Um, it's obviously like the most romantic answer. Uh, it, but it's not romantic because I mean, there's love with, there's love with, you know, love is worth dying for. Like that's my answer to that question. But I mean, love is picking up garbage that you find on the street. You know, love is feeding the homeless cat that you see outside. Love mm -hmm. is sitting on a back patio watching the sunset during the evening. You know, it's just finding, it's becoming one with what's around you. Um, it's, 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 I don't know, gratitude? gratitude I get so I'm like going away from your questions I apologize no you're not really I don't think you are at all okay um. um but yeah I think I think love is worth worth dying for you know and it's like I can't give a particular answer I can't like example but it's definitely not I don't know what else would be worth dying for I think that's a great way of answering that question. I don't know. You don't need to say anything else. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, and and this may also, this next question kind of is fits what you're just talking about, mm -hmm. and maybe you already answered it, but you maybe not. Um, where does your inspiration come from? same way that you just answered the last question but I do I think inspiration I think it's um, damn I might need another drink for this <laughs> okay this question um, and we're back with yeah. another drink <laughs> <laughs> So, you said inspiration. Yeah. Inspiration. Um, wisdom. Wisdom is inspiration to me. I think just you have to learn. You have to learn to grow. And it's part of life. And it's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And it sucks sometimes. But, but you got to do it. Because what's the alternative? Stay in your little box, play your, you know, your same little games, just stick to the same thing every day over and over and over. Well, yes, that, that is <laughs> the alternative. Um. It's so comfortable. It's so comfortable. And I wish, you know, I wish I could. I wish I could be, I wish I could be that person. I want to be that person. 
I don't think that you do want to be that person. Oh, yes, I do. Oh. Yes, I do. Okay. But to be that person. Doesn't sound like you want to be no, that person. No, but to be that person, I mean, because that, that would be so easy, right? That would be so easy to, to. Well, your inspiration would not come from wisdom in that case. Because it's sort of the antithesis of. Therefore, because I can't do the alternative, mm. I have to keep going forward. Yeah. So inspiration is is wisdom. It is. It's um, just knowing that I'm going to keep learning and growing. And at some point, I'm going to be a 90-year-old lady with all this cool shit in my head and all this, you know, lived life. And, you know, I think, I don't know. I want to instill that in other people. I want to be a. I want to be a part of other people, as as hard as it is. I mean, there. But that's. I think, just. Relationships themselves, themselves, themselves. Sure. Oof. Whatever. <laughs> hey, bourbon. <laughs> What's up, bourbon? Um. I well, think. I, I, I know that you doing this right now is in fact doing that. Um, and also, I mean, I was just going to say, I, in the profession that I'm in, it's an interesting situation because I, I get to be around so many different people saying so many different things. And most of them listen to what I'm saying too, which is really weird, um, to think about. And, and I, and I don't know, um, I don't think that that's how I ever thought about bartenders ever before, mm -hmm. but you know, having been in this position for quite some time, it, um, I just, I see the power behind it and, and the meaning uh, and how meaningful it is for other people. Um, so, is... so meaningful. Yeah, so meaningful. And... Like, I don't, I don't go every day to your bar. Right. But, you know, it's because... Some people do. Yeah. And, and that's their, you, you gotta remember, like, that's their socialization. That's their 100%. socializing for the day. And they look forward to conversations with you and everyone else, right. you know, that works at the bar too. And I think that's why there, there is what you call regulars mm -hmm. that come in, you know, because, because I think we look forward to it. We look forward to, to the conversations yeah. and the connections because sure. ultimately yeah. I think you know, that's what everyone wants in life is connections and acceptance. I agree. <laughs> I mean, that's... And where else do you go for that? Except at the, <laughs> at the bar with the, with the friendly, the friendly bartenders that say, come on in, sit down. We're not just paid to do this. Exactly. <laughs> well, that, that is, that was like such a dilemma for me. Um, because I, I just thought, I, I'm just doing a job, um, and it took me a long time to realize that that was not the case. And I think it's because of the way that I think and the way that I, well, like I said, it, am, I'm so caught up in my head and and thinking certain things in the mm -hmm. way that I've always thought them. Mm -hmm. um, just I, certain things had to happen in my life for me to break out of that and realize um, how much, uh, well, like I said, power and meaning is is in just these kinds of connections. That we're all human. That yeah. we're all the same. Well, well sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, and ultimately, like this podcast, I... I, I I'm coming back to it more in talking with you than I have in any other one that I've done so far. But, mm -hmm. but it really is, I, I think it's very significant to, um, 
have what I'm talking about at this moment to be in sort of a physical form on, you know, in media, in this case, you know, as a podcast, to, to, to let other people experience something that is, they're not ever going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. You're, well, cool. you're, you're excited about it. You want to, you want to share this connection that you're having. This, <clears throat> it's so, it's more than a connection. It's more of a awareness. You're, you're in tune. You're understanding that, you know, you can have connection with anyone. You could sit anyone at this table Yeah. and have, have this beautiful podcast. And it, it, there's so much that you can relate with each other. Yeah, I guess because that at the is end, totally true. Because at the end of the day, we're all fucking human. Yeah. And we all have the same wants and needs, you know. But, and it's, but it's the people that go to a bar <laughs> that are in like a certain position in their life, in their, you know, world or whatever, that um, something wants to come out at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's for the most part why they're there. Like you're saying, it's their social... Mm-hmm. life or whatever socialization it's, it's, yeah I, I think it's I think that I don't I don't like it just being called that I think that's too generic but I agree I, just, I think there's I a bit I, I think there's a bit of community yeah I think there's a bit of community especially when you have the same the, the same patrons come over totally. and over and over again like you become you kind of you it's become almost family you, you become kind of a tribe yeah you know yeah, I mean, and shit. we're very tribal. Yeah, yeah. As people. And I usually I usually go there um, before you come on. Yeah. So um, Jared is yeah. usually oh, you know, and... my bartender. And so, you know, I went there pretty regularly um, for a number of years. And then, you know, shit happens and I happen and things happen, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, took some time off and... You know, there was a space of time. It was probably about a year or something. Well, it's a pretty far drive. And I mean, why why do you go up to the tap house from here? Because it's people like you. It's ah. people like you and Jared that I can actually sit and feel comfortable and not feel judged and have a conversation and socialize. Yeah. And feel comfortable by myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a single woman. Mm-hmm. Where you know I can't just sit at home all the time. Besides, you know, working and things like that. But it's like, what do you, what do you do? What do you do when you don't, when you're not married and you don't have kids and you don't have a family and you're, you know, well, constantly, constantly it. fucking going in your head all the time. And it's like, yeah. And it's not so much the alcohol. That's just, you know, that's a, a treat mm-hmm. going there and the food and things like that. But you know, it is. And then. You know, on the other side of the bar, I meet people. Oh, totally. And I have these kind of conversations, and we bounce off ideas. And, and it's a very unique place in that way that the, the people that walk through the door are really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of cool people yeah. that go there. I agree. A lot of cool people that also, go there. Also, so, I am doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of cool people that go there and I'm happy. I'm happy to be, yeah, a part of it. Yeah. I'm happy that you are a part of it as well. Thank you. Yeah. Very much so. Um, well, I, your last two answers to the the last two questions, it's, um, I feel like you're giving the, the definitive answer, uh, in, it's it's pretty amazing. Actually. So I'm passing. You are passing. I'm with passing. Like colors. You, I'm, I'm a... <laughs> you told me you were anxious and, and fearful about what was going to happen, but no, the I I think that your answers are are awesome, and it and it is like what I wish that I would say if I was asked the same question. Well, and unfortunately, I have to have a little bit of yeah a downer to help ease the anxiety of being myself. Which wow. is so funny because I'm not, I mean, you're coming at me with a microphone, like <laughs> that's intimidating. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I could just read out of my journals. I, 
would not. Want to <laughs> I, it might be very interesting. It's but I pretty. Don't think that we need it's to pretty that. cool. I come yeah. up with some pretty cool stuff sometimes. <laughs> Let's not do that. Okay. Um, next question. Yeah. Question next it? question. Yes. Well, this is what we were talking before we were recording. Uh, do you feel in control of your life? And the second part of it is uh, what holds you down if not. Do I feel in control of my life? Um, yes. Because I am not six feet underground mm -hmm. and I am not locked up. So okay. there is, I am functional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Well, I, I definitely think that... was that, a scary laugh. <laughs> that was... I think that a, a lot of people are functional and they are out of control. Um, you think? 100%. I was one of them. For sure. I was... I don't know. Oh, well, I, I know. Yeah? I was... Tell me. I was very much so in a, in a place where um, I was doing things that was not what I wanted mm -hmm. to do and um and that in just that specifically in and of itself was not being in control and that is why I, I have that question on here mm -hmm. because I was in a place where I know that I was I was completely powerless to the poor decisions that I was making and 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 I was completely flailing. But you, but you knew what you were doing. But oh, you I, knew I it knew was wrong, was, uh, and you knew. Oh, that was just my speaker shut down. But holy smokes, that was a weird noise. That was a weird noise. Huh? But, but that doesn't. But that you, doesn't mean that I was in control, and and I truly believe that I was not. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I was very functional. I was alive. I wasn't locked up, but I was. I was definitely um, out of control. Yeah. But you. But that's. I mean, how else do you learn? No, I. I think it's great, and and actually, that's why I was mm -hmm. like your your last answer. Wisdom being, I I think that wisdom is the mo is the most important thing in our existence, mm -hmm. um, and and just being able to to see that everything that happens. Whether or not you believe it happens for a purpose or whatever, mm -hmm. it's happening and it's in an experience and it is changing you. Whether it's negative or positive, I don't think really has anything to do with anything. Mm -hmm. It's it's just um, all of it is wisdom, and and I think that a lot of people think about wisdom in a way that has to be positive, but it's definitely not. I think, um, and maybe I, yeah. even people that have like real wisdom, it's probably a lot more negative things in the way that they overcame and and kept going that makes that wisdom even more powerful. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think I think the most powerful reason that you gain insight and you gain wisdom and you gain any kind of control mm -hmm. in your life is because of really fucking shitty situations yeah i mean i know that the shittiest true. situations ever death and and loss and change and chaos and yeah absolute mayhem well that's kind of what i that's more what i mean about being in control of i gotcha life. i gotcha um, oh no then, i've been i've been just... in the lowest of the <laughs> The fucking low ever. And, but the control part is what you do when you hit that rock bottom, mm -hmm. you know? And he hit it so many times in life. Like, I'm surprised how many times in life I've hit rock bottom, hmm. you know? And yet, I don't know. You just, there's something, there's something that, that keeps you going. And, um, that's personal. Yeah. You know, 
that's a personal thing. Whatever keeps you going is, and anyone else going, that's, it's a very personal thing, but yeah. What's the second part to that question again? What is it that holds you down? What holds me down? <sighs> Being misunderstood. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that holds me down. I think misunderstanding holds me down mm -hmm. personally, you know, because I feel, I know I'm a good person. I have good intentions. And yet when I lose relationships or lose friendships or, you know, things, people choose not to want to be around me anymore kind of things like that is such a huge stab in my heart you mm. know yeah and I, do. I I think I've you know yeah and it's hard it's hard loss is hard mm -hmm. regardless if it's a death any kind of loss mm -hmm. of connection relationship and love is really really hard for me it's like the worst thing ever <laughs> Yeah, I, get it. I think it I do I think it all comes down to uh, misunderstanding yeah I, I I mean I I believe that as well on on some level um, yeah I and and <clears throat> I do think that a lot of what uh, the problems with with specifically being misunderstood is is be, is on me because I I have never been a very good communicator. Um, I mean, I've I've learned how to communicate, but in in like personal relationships and things, um, that's where it doesn't it's shine in, yeah. for me. Um, because I mean, I'm a I, I went to college to be a teacher. I I I, I have to be able to communicate what I need to get across in order to be a teacher um, but you know I wish that I could apply that in everything you know it just doesn't it's it's so different when it comes to interpersonal <clears throat> relationships yeah, it's totally. so different it's so different and that's where the the self-judgment comes in like yeah. where where did that come from you know, mm -hmm. like I have this idea and I, I talked about it before of like where my, I think my self doubt and self judgment came from, but mm -hmm. it's like, it's so sad. It's so sad that it has to be that way because I really think I'm a beautiful person, you know, mm -hmm. and I think it's hard when you are caught in your head yeah, to try to express yeah, you are I, I and, know what, that's true. and what you feel and it's a struggle it's always going to be a struggle but you know what you practice gets stronger so you yeah. gotta just you gotta keep practicing yeah um well and right when you right when you said that about um, misunderstanding it made me think of something well in my meditation yesterday mm -hmm. I was um, I don't even know if you can relate to this, but maybe you can since you were raised Catholic. But there's a... Do you, are you familiar with the, the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi? Yeah. Uh, well, I was... I, in my meditation, I was focusing on a specific part of it where he, at, in the latter half where he says, um, you know, to understand and to be understood. Mm -hmm. And that, that's been like a big... Um, thought mantra or whatever in, in my meditation as of late because um, because I think that everything is is misunderstood and and I realize that how much I'm I I fail because I misunderstand someone um, and uh I would I really need to focus and have it be a central something in my head to understand then whether or not people understand me or not and to be understood but I think I think 
in order to make any sort of progress, I have to do it myself first. Mm-hmm. And, and through that, you know, um, I think it's it, more acceptance of, of other things will come in me if I can understand first. I love and, that. Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. So it is, it is such a true path that so apparently that prayer mm-hmm. has some meaning to you because <laughs> i said it and you made a face um, no no it's but the, I, the I, saints yeah I, um, I, I don't even want to get into any of that but i just think i think that particular prayer and whether or not saint francis of Assisi said it or what i don't care <laughs> but like you know that's what the it's meaning known as and the meaning and and i think I think it's just very powerful, uh, along with pretty much every other line in that prayer, I think is very powerful as well, but, but um, man, it's just really resonating with me right now to understand than, rather to understand than to be understood, and I mean, and it's just interesting that you said that. <laughs> it's, it's the bigger picture of life. Yeah, it it's really the, is. It is the bigger picture of life because when you're... the bullshit. It is. You know? And just, it is what it is, you know? And when you're not trying to control everything around you because that is fucking impossible and that makes you go crazy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you listen, look, feel, like you, you see, you see beyond your own wants and needs. Yes. You do. You see beyond your own wants and needs because... Your own wants and needs. It, it's not like it doesn't matter, but that's not the point, I guess. I don't know. That makes no sense. No, it does. Am I starting to it, make no sense? No, that, make, that makes sense. No, I, I, I completely think it makes sense. Um, but it is. It's the understanding. Yeah. I, I mean, you're talking about the... <clears throat> you're taking it the away. The scope of things. You are. And it's not about you. It's about I, everyone Yeah, else. and I have I have this um, idea. I call it uh, Mary Poppins Syndrome. Like, Mary Poppins, one of my favorite movies. And basically, Mary Poppins taught you you need to look beyond the end of your own nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Mr... I can't remember his name. You know, the dad. He Banks. was like a banker. Banks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like banker. George Banks. Yes. Yes. And Mary Poppins is definitely one of my favorite movies. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. And, and the moral to that that movie, I mean, just stays with me all the time because it is. It's you have to look beyond the end of your nose to even connect with people around you, connect with life, connect with the earth, connect with the universe you can't you can't see things just from yourself i guess you are right yes that is very true this is not a test you're making you're making me feel like this is a test <laughs> no it's not a test at all I, and I, i'm sorry that i'm making you feel like that. no it's okay um i'm still just yeah Still anxiety ridden about being on the microphone anyway, so. Well, you are doing wonderful. Uh, um. Scary. Scary people. Okay. Okay. Um, what my, you... my bourbon's getting strong, so we better get through this, guess. <laughs> I'm going to start. We, we're, we're kind of <clears throat> wrapping it up. Oh, okay. Okay. We're, we're definitely in the last 25% of this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. And this will be interesting to hear from you, actually. Uh, what have you done that is truly wrong? Or do you believe that anything can be truly wrong? Um, heavy sigh. So I'm practicing uh, forgiveness, self-forgiveness, and truly uh, believing that we don't do anything wrong. Hmm. It's just ignorance that leads us to decisions that other people think that are wrong. Okay. Okay. But deep in my soul, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I've wronged, I've wronged people. I think, I think it's hurting people. What? What? Specifically? 
you don't have to you don't have to say anything specific okay um okay but i've said this on another podcast before uh-huh. so i'm not going to go into the story again but i'm okay. going to give you the generalized thing um some well the way that someone answered it was that causing causing pain to someone else um for no other reason than that is wrong and i i like that definition and and something that really has just plagued me for a long time was this this particular story where i i deliberately did something with the only intention um for doing it was to hurt that other person mm-hmm. like even physically you know and i i do not agree with what you just said about that action and me i i know that that was wrong i i there's no way that that was not wrong it wasn't it had not i mean i do think that what you were saying about ignorance is 100 percent true in that statement as well but i believe that that action that i took for no purpose except to hurt the other person mm-hmm. was wrong um and i don't think that i, I need to have any I like moral compass of God or religion or anything to tell me that it, I just I know that's it's that within just, that always sits in in yeah. you if you have a conscience yeah I mean I mean and, as long as you're not a, a sociopath I was a young, yeah and I was a you know I was a young child and I think that I think that kids do a lot of things that they don't realize is like pure evil at the time and maybe that was the case with me but but why did I do it? I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I don't feel like I was like possessed or something no. and evil in me. And but maybe, it, it really was a wrong thing to do. And maybe ignorance is the wrong word because I mean we do things. There's an intentional. It's like you can be intentional behind some really shitty things you do, mm-hmm. but. If you're truly not consciously aware exactly of why you're doing it, I mean, there that is that is somewhat an ignorance. I mean, because I agree with that. And if you, you know, to me, it, it's if you come out at that, you know, the aftermath of that kind of situation as knowing and and practicing never doing that again mm-hmm. yeah because that hurts your soul yeah you know then that's i think that's a positive thing that came from oh, that 100% situation yeah I, you know and I agree but with it's that. it is weird it is weird when you do things that you know is wrong but yet you still do it mm-hmm. you know why I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. That's where, yeah. And what other, I mean, what other word is there besides ignorance for that? I don't know. Because it it somewhat is. Like, even if you know, but you're ignoring it, but you're not truly conscious of it, it's like, it's that that weird little paradigm, that that weird little place where, I I don't know. Where you're crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Where it's insanity. Something. Yeah, it's it's fucking something, and it's scary, and you know that's why meditation helps so much with insight and presence and conditioning of truly being aware of yourself and your actions and your feelings, mm-hmm. and just I don't know seeing the bigger picture of yeah. things. And taking the time to do that, and it's really, it's really hard because it's really easy to react. And as kids, we react so quickly. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Because we don't know any better. Mm-hmm. We don't know any better. But. All right. I, I, that was a good, short, and sweet answer. I, <laughs> I can, I can appreciate it. <laughs> And I don't have to agree with you at all. I just, I, you know, I, I have my view on it too. You mm-hmm. have your view on it. Um, okay. Well, 
the second to last question mm-hmm. is, um, and I think I actually told you about this one when I showed it to you at the bar. Um, what is your opinion about the natural hierarchical order um, in reference to humanity? a lot of big words yeah it is the natural Um, natural hierarchical order right natural natural well because clearly we live in a in a hierarchical society that i don't believe is natural um i think that that things have gotten to that way because of Evolution, cultural, uh, well, and that's relativism, and um, I mean, but evolution is is natural. So, the natural order would be, you know, males are stronger than females, but females are smarter than males. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the the natural. That's exactly what I'm asking. So what is your opinion about <laughs> What is my opinion about that? Yeah. Do you um, think it's hooey? Do you think that that's a real thing that we should embrace and try to run with? Or should we should we ignore it and, and pretend that it isn't real? Or No, I think we... I think it's very real. I think okay. that's... I mean, we're... We're species, we're mammals, we somehow believe that we're superior to everything else living on this earth, which is subpar. I don't believe that. I think we're all in this ecosystem together, and we're massively fucking it up, hugely fucking it up, and the world's gonna, yeah, our world's gonna end because of it. Unfortunately, you know, I think if women, if women were in power, (laughs) shit would be different. Shit would be different. Well, that's a hundred percent true, but that (laughs) that, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything besides the fact that it would be different. Yeah. So what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I mean, clearly if, if. If women were in power, things would be different. Totally. If children were in power, things would be different. That's what I'm just saying. It's a yeah. That's okay. that's kind of obvious. Um, I I just want to know what you think. What you think about it? And do you believe that the world is is the way it is because we have had men in power for the you know the duration oh. of most like the you know high percentage of our existence? Do you think? I mean, honestly, I don't think that our world would be over. I just think that humanity would be over. The world's going to be fine, regardless of us being on it or not. Yeah. I mean, species will persevere no matter what we do to them. I don't know. We've gotten so far from who we are as humans. We really have. We've gotten so far. We have categorized ourselves into into all sorts of um, categories, you know, whether it's male, female, and then you have, you know, beautifully a lot of different genders that people identify as, you know, which I love. I think people can identify as whoever they want to identify with, you know, with the self-love that they have for themselves. And I think... With that, though, we we failed to remember that we're all human at the end. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, at the end of it, we're we're all we're all human. So we really need to stop classifying ourselves as this or that. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that is ultimately the demise. It's not so much. Um, it's hard. That's hard. Because, you know, natural hierarchy is natural. I mean, that's such a that's such a weird word. It kind of like throws 
a spoon in the in in the spoke of of things. It's mm-hmm. like you know, everyone's gonna have different beliefs of what what is what is natural. Mm-hmm. I, I that's hard. That's a hard question. That's a very hard question. That is a really hard question. But ultimately, I think that we we forget to identify ourselves as human. We we need to form a circle with each other and not a pyramid with each other. All right. I can get behind that. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I and I and I appreciate that too. I I think that the the dehumanization of whatever the category is is mm-hmm. like you're saying it's 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 how we as people can destroy and um, instead of build up mm-hmm. and yeah and you're totally right um, I don't know that's a great answer too. Because you can't, I mean, like, you, you can't. There's no right or wrong answers yeah, to any of this stuff, you just, but I, you can't, I appreciate you can, your opinion. Yeah, thank you. You can't, you got to stop putting yourself in a box. You got to stop thinking, I mean, it's okay to feel special, but you're human just like everyone else. You're part of this ecosystem. You mm-hmm. have to be aware of where you are and who you are and how you're affecting everything around you. You know, kind of goes back to the Mary Poppins syndrome. It's like you, you have an effect on yeah. other people, on the environment, on things like, yeah, you know, I do know. Don't we're, we're special individuals, but at the end of the day, we're all mortal, you know? So. What's the se- what was the second part to that question? <laughs> I'm sorry. In, well, the the natural hierarchical uh-huh. order mm-hmm. in just in reference to humanity. Humanity. So, okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, that's what you're just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, someone loves me. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. Okay. On, on that, we we can end this um, with the last question. Is I don't know. It was meant to be lighthearted, but yeah, maybe it's not. What's your theme song? <laughs> <laughs> What's my theme song? One? No, I don't. I don't have a theme song. I think. I don't have. I don't have a theme song. Um, I think of songs that I love. Like I have, you know, a top hundred songs that are like my favorite songs ever. I think music has saved my soul growing up, for sure. Like thus far, music and art. Like I love, I love fucking painting and I love music and expression and theme song. Fuck. It's okay. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Modest Mouse, Night on the Sun. Mm-mm. I don't know if I know it. Okay. Can you sing a couple lines? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Re- I don't recite a karaoke. Of I don't karaoke. I think to me the song. I don't know the words. Do you can can you? No, I can't because words I have to sing. No, I can't. It mm. it's uh. A night on the sun. Is night it? on the sun. We can listen to it after this podcast is over. Oh, okay. It basically, um, it's just about being okay with the shittiness that happens around you, which he. Um, the front man, Isaac, he, he's, he's a very eclectic guy and I've listened to Modest Mouse for fucking ever and it's either Modest Mouse or Led Zeppelin for <laughs> me. Well, and Led Zeppelin can be a little heavy, Yeah, but I have like, I thought uh, it just, that's hard. That's a really hard question. I love how you say, oh, it's supposed to be lighthearted. <laughs> and I'm like, Rrr. 
in my head going, well, there's like, it depends on the day. It depends on the day. How do I wake up? How do I feel? Do I feel like blues? Do I feel like this? Do I feel like that? Like theme song, theme song, theme song. And then I there's... think that's great. I think you can just say that today, <laughs> today, a night, a night on the sun. Today is Modest Mouse. That's great. Yeah, Night on the Sun. Okay. Well, but then there's Interpol. Oh my gosh, Interpol. I love Interpol. Man, they speak to me too. Cold War Kids. Mm. How many songs by Cold War Kids? Just, yeah, theme song. Huh. It's okay. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I failed that question. For, no, 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 you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> I, that's exactly how I would answer the question. And, except... I don't know the song Night on the Sun, so it wouldn't be that. Yeah. But we'll listen to that. Okay. And, okay. And that's it. That's it? Oh.